You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. Companion Tax is a leading provider of professional tax, accounting, and business services designed for the unique business needs of companions. They have been in business since 2011, having become a leading resource for the community. If you want a concise overview of the issues that companions face in making sure their businesses are set up and managed correctly, and a good overview of tax issues, Take a listen to episode 7 and 36, where we interviewed the owner, Mary Lee. Companion Tax is now accepting new clients and just rolled out all-inclusive tax and accounting monthly packages and waive the initial consultation fee just for our listeners. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form with the code TSEG2018 to get started and take charge of your financial future. Hey guys, welcome to episode 54 of the Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Exotic Vivian, and joining me today as my special guest is the beautiful and talented Passport Cuddy. Cuddy is an author, blogger, host, and all-around social media maven whom has gained her popularity from her unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic conversations about lifestyle and relationships. Her commentary focuses on self-growth, finances, travel, and personal style to her vast and loyal following across multiple social media platforms. Her latest book, The M and Man is for Money, is advice for women on how to handle men concerning money in dating and relationships. She offers tips on conditioning men to foot the dinner bill to the household bills. She explicitly gives her advice to women on how to tailor certain relationships to benefit from monetarily. Hello, Cuddy. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me on. Oh my God, finally. Like yes. I've I've been like hunting <laughs> this lady down. <laughs> I I'm I'm pretty bad with scheduling. I'm just now starting to get a little on track. <laughs> Look, it's fine. I'm just glad you're here. Um I've been following you. I think the first time I um saw you was on baller alert you took over their instagram uh-huh. or something i did snapchat and then you were like well i don't really do snapchat but you uh, took over- oh oh yeah they posted it on their page <laughs> yeah you took over their instagram or whatever and i was like oh my god this girl <laughs> is basically <laughs> saying everything that yeah. i believe in so i yes. followed you and then you had the podcast with tahoe bless his heart yeah and then <laughs> And then now here we are. But for anything about you, please give them a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today. Okay, so I'm from New York, from the Bronx. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) I grew up um, in New York, born and raised, and I'm still there, actually. Okay. Yeah. um, I actually been a little Catholic schoolgirl my whole entire life. (laughs) Surprise. This explains so much. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they always say that the Catholic schoolgirls are the worst, right? Like, actually, any religious people, like people that were raised in religion. (laughs) Yeah end up being just terrible <laughs> right but you know the funny but thing in a good way yeah a good way. i i'm not very religious it's like i was in the catholic um i literally went to catholic all the way up to college i even went to catholic oh, wow. college but it was more about just the structure the discipline the safety more than 
the actual religion, you know? So yeah. that didn't really translate for me as, as much as people think well, of it. it. Well, the thing is, it usually never does. Like, mm-hmm. We're where the children and your parents pretty much put you in stuff and you yeah. just kind of have to go with it because you're yeah. not an adult. Uh-huh. So yeah. And then when you become an adult, you make your own decisions. Exactly. But, exactly. Yep. But I was kind of sheltered growing up. So it was like, because I was so sheltered, I kind of damn near created like this little alter ego because it was like I couldn't do anything you know okay Beyonce (laughs) (laughs) seriously like I couldn't really do anything couldn't go anywhere my mother was like super super strict and um it's like I couldn't really hang outside so then you gotta start sneaking outside you know you just gotta start sneaking and do everything because you're not tell me about it you're not able (laughs) to freely just be a yeah be a teenager be a child be a kid you know whatever so my whole entire life I wanted to be an English teacher everybody's like what that's random (laughs) so so random I I really was always into like writing when I was a little girl I used to like take um loose leaf and cut it up into little squares and then post and then staple them together and then like draw on one side and put a story on the other side oh yeah. look at you creative <laughs> little girl I yeah i didn't do any such things i was playing with barbies and jumping on trees wasn't... <laughs> so yeah. i couldn't go outside so I damn really not really no <laughs> damn <laughs> so i wasn't really able to do all of that <laughs> So I had to create all of this stuff in my own world, in my house, like in my, mm-hmm. you know, for myself. And then, um, so the, in- yeah, I was always into English and always into writing poetry, plays, this, that, whatever. Went to college for creative writing. People used to be like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> well, you're doing it now. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> I, I, even then I didn't see this, you know, like I yeah. didn't know what I was going to do. They're like, what are you going to college for creative writing for? I'm like, to write. But I still didn't see me really writing and publishing in the, on the horizon. I just didn't. I just didn't want to read Shakespeare. So that's why I was like, let me not take literature. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do literature. And I didn't want to do journalism. So I just did that. Yeah. But then, like, out of nowhere, um, you know, my friend, uh, I was mm, probably, like, around 21 I mean, in mm-hmm. the book, the book really starts showing like where the whole Twitter thing came about and like where um, my career kind of budded from. But at around 23, I was dealing with this dude and he went to jail and I mm-hmm. didn't have a job. I wasn't going to school. I wasn't doing anything. I was just kind of not living off of him, but we were just living a real good lifestyle together and we were like mm-hmm. having fun and stuff. And then he went to jail and I was kind of bored. So Mm -hmm. my friend was like, you know what? You need to get on Twitter. She was like, Twitter is popping now. She's like, a lot of people are on it. Um, You know, everybody's engaging and talking. And what year was this? This was like 2009 or Okay, so like just when the whole social media thing. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, right. right You you got it on the ground floor. Yeah, I did. Cool. So it was like 2008, 2009 for sure. And um, I got on and it was like my first opportunity being able to engage with people because it's like, yeah, there was social media platforms prior to that. 
but mm-hmm. just the setup, MySpace. yeah, the setup <laughs> and the format wasn't the same. Like even with MySpace, I was on MySpace, but you know the how the page was. It was like it wasn't mm-hmm. as interactive as Twitter, like a whole timeline of people talking and responding to each other. So this yeah. was the first time that I was actually able to uh, interact and engage with people. And on top of that, um, I started like joining in on the trending topics. And mm-hmm. I was now able to say like all the witty things that are in my head. Yeah, and whatever nobody, you want. Yeah, but nobody yeah. knew me, you know. So right. I was just a regular girl, you know, stranger, just like everybody else. But the things that I would say would stand out, and people would be like, "Oh snap, who said that?" You know. And nice. so then they started every day. I was like, "Oh my god, I got a hundred followers! Oh my god, yeah. I got two hundred followers!" <laughs> and then it was like. I tell people authentic. Yeah, yes. I tell people all the time. Like I started with zero followers, just like everybody else. Exactly. But people don't realize that you know they think that I don't know. They think that you just wake up and have a whole bunch of followers. It's a, pretty much. It's, or now you can buy them. So. Yeah. True. Yeah. Everybody wants the shortcut. Yeah. So it's like as time goes on, I they don't realize that it's genuine, you know, engagement that's really creating these people to like exactly. like you and and talk to you and relate to you whatever so during that time I was in the midst of dating talking to guys for money sugar daddies Mm -hmm. dealing with Mm -hmm. guys you know traveling all of this stuff and I would share like all my experiences everything that was I was in a whole bunch of drama you know baby mama drama oh wow ghetto crazy drama (laughs) and I would like post you know so of course it was like your own little Mario situation show going on exactly (laughs) what was going on so once I started and people just found me very (laughs) entertaining for one reason or another you know Mm -hmm. like if it wasn't about the drama it was about you know me sharing my thoughts about what people thought me uh I mean about what I was going through or just certain topics and then the next thing you know I was talking about zodiacs I was talking about traveling I just had a whole wide range of things that I talked about that one person or another was like oh, okay I like her for this or that reason and okay. then out of nowhere you know when you talk about anything that has to do with sex or money they're like oh you're a prostitute you're a hoe of course, you're this, of you're that, course. and so that's how the whole hoe coach thing came about. Mm-hmm. So you but, started coaching hoes, but as we like to say on this show, yeah. <laughs> but we, <laughs> but that's not what I was intending to do. You but know, it like kind of naturally happened. I was just talking about how I dealt with guys or how to deal with guys, and and I didn't, you know, I I that wasn't my intention, but it just. Came about, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, then the the moniker came on, and everybody started running with it. But I didn't make it up. (laughs) Wow, that's cool, though. I mean, I'll 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 take it because there are actually people out here calling themselves homemakers. So, (laughs) yeah. But you were crowned it before any of that, right? Yeah, like that wasn't (laughs) what I was. You know, that wasn't my intention. That wasn't my goal, and it wasn't. (laughs) It's funny because I literally just posted an old tweet. Um from 2011 on my page yesterday that I found in um that I found on Twitter I think I might have liked it just now (laughs) what was it it said um I don't turn girls into hoes I just get them more cash for ass (laughs) (laughs) 
Like people somehow just hate it when women are making money. It's, Why? Right, right. Here we true. live. We it's just want to be happy. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on that during that time for Twitter, um, when I was talking about, you know, getting money out of guys, that was the number one thing that people were asking me 24-7 in a DM or in an email. Yep. Oh, how do you get money from guys? How do you get money from guys? How do you get money from guys? So basically that's when I started. I was like, you know, I need to just put this in a book. Perfect. And, See? And that's really where it started from. But I it took me a long time to like Hey time- Rome <laughs> was not built in a day. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm glad that I took a long time because yeah. I got way more experience. Yep. If I would have written it then, it would kind of would it definitely would have made yep. the noise. Yeah. You know? I forgot <laughs> who I, I was um watching. I think it was um what's the new uh comedian now that's in everything? Tiffany? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh or wait. Tiffany Haddish? Yeah, it's either Tiffany or um what's her name on Saturday Night Live? The the older black lady. Oh, 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 Le- Leslie. It was yeah, Leslie Les- Leslie Jones. It's either one of yeah. them that said they went to uh Chris Rock for advice. Uh-huh. And he basically told them, go out and because they were really young then. Uh-huh. And he was like, Go out and live and you'll get more content yeah. to to yeah. share. And then th- then they became successful later on in life. It might have uh-huh. it might have been Leslie Jones. But yeah, you yeah. do need to live life. Like yeah. even even with this podcast now, I I kind of started it because I just felt like we needed a platform, but it's yeah. not like, you know, I'm over here yeah. tooting myself as a, you know, host. Yes. Yeah. You, you probably, no. yeah. <laughs> you're no, probably better it. suited for that. Better, <laughs> but I'm so glad you, you took the, the time and you yeah. wrote this book. Cause I, mm-hmm. I, I got the first one. I didn't get the uh-huh. reloaded one. Oh, which yeah. by the way, the book is called the uh, M and man is for money. Perfect. The mm. M and man is for money. I love the title. I loved everything about it. I yeah. got the first one. So the reloaded one, um, it has talk- everything from the first one in the reloaded yeah, it's I just figured. more so okay. if you didn't read the first one you can just start with the second one and it's the same thing it's the same thing but yeah. just i added like 50 percent more because when i started going on tour mm-hmm. and some of the concerns that the girls were having within their own lives i was mm-hmm. like you know what i didn't add that in i didn't add that in let me yeah add that. Let me okay add that. so that's why I perfect okay um, and just sidebar, how did you write the book? Did you just sit down and type on your computer? Did you nope. hire someone to say your words? No, nope. nope. <laughs> I, I, and it's funny because I have a video about this on my page about how I started. One day, my boyfriend didn't come home and he, Lord knows where the hell he was. And I'm texting him. I, I think I woke up at like four or five in the morning. You know, you realize that he ain't here. You be like, oh, oh, he got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like texting, texting, texting. I literally probably text him for two, three hours straight probably. And you know, they're not going to reply till like nine, ten o'clock when they wake up mm-hmm. after being out with whoever <laughs> doing whatever. So after a while, I let, I literally looked at the phone and was like, wow, you should be freaking ashamed of yourself. Like you literally just sat here and wrote a dude for two to three hours. And these are chapters long. Like you are just reiterating the same things that you were saying last time over and over and over again. Like this is a lot of time, energy wasted, whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, and you talk about you can't write a book. Like this is crazy. so from that very moment I was like if you could text him all this shit on your freaking phone you could write this book on your phone and I went to my notes and started writing the book on my notes and then 
I started taking the notes from my phone and sending them to my computer and putting them all together on Word document. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow, it's amazing how life just, you know, brings you mm-hmm. to what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so have you ever worked in any line of sex work or adult entertainment? No. Okay. Um, it, it's funny because I do hang out uh, and I was hanging around a lot of people who were like dancers mm-hmm. or did um, porn and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So people always associated that with me. And also I did have um, a naked picture on the Internet. Ooh. As my, <laughs> as my... I didn't see that. You must have taken it down or something. <laughs> no, years <laughs> ago, like first when I first started Twitter, I had a naked picture on a lamp. And, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was for a nude portfolio from a photographer. It wasn't supposed to be a sexual thing. It was more of an artsy thing. Uh-huh. But you and, know how people sexualize everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that also did get me a lot of followers because. Of course was, it did. Now you didn't see like any body parts. You just saw the silhouette from mm-hmm. the side. Mm-hmm. But I definitely was naked. People saw I was naked. And so that created its own draw you know <laughs> yeah. so but but people and and its own perception that i was because they considered that lamp to like be a pole oh, so they thought Lord. that i was like trying to stripping. emulate like strip stripping but i i really wasn't i'm i actually can't dance i'm actually pretty shy in real life so. i keep telling people <laughs> it's really not about your dancing but because right. no, i used real, to strip yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not about your dancing at all but nope. I'm, I'm also very shy really yeah huh people would never yeah right yeah i'm also very that's why you have an alter ego Uh uh-huh okay so i mean i gathered that you quit your uh civilian job your real job Mm -hmm. what what led you to make this decision to go out on your own and just go full force entrepreneur well kudos by the way (laughs) thank you thank you i was a personal shopper Mm -hmm. at um at a department store for four years and um that job is not the type of job that you could sit down at a desk and multitask and do other stuff at the Mm -hmm. same time you know so it was really hard trying to balance first of all one thing about my personality and just my makeup is that I can't I don't function in the night like I need sunlight to activate my brain cells really okay yeah so when it gets dark outside I, nothing works. Like, I literally got to go to sleep and wake. I'd rather wake up at five o'clock in the morning and start writing than be up at midnight writing. I can't. Nothing works for me. I mean, so, they say all the successful people get up early, so. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I definitely wake up early. So, see, at a retail job, you know, stores are closing at eight, nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. By the time you get home, you're drained, you know, and you've been standing all day, running around, doing all of the stuff. So it was like eight hours there, one hour there, one hour back home, 10 hours out of your day, just, you Even know, to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, just thrown away. And creatively, it was it was hard for me to really capitalize off of my ideas and everything being there and on top of that I was making more money outside of work than I was at work yep they said that's usually when people decide to hang it up yeah I mean and I and I stayed because I definitely like like security the benefits Mm. the you know all of the insurances and all of that stuff but 
after a while it's like I, I just and and I was just slacking anyway period mm-hmm. you know I was late you know I was calling out I was trying to fit like my tour and stuff this was like two years ago when I first went on tour I was trying to fit all of that in the midst of my mm-hmm. schedule so it was it was just time to go like and yeah you knew, and you knew it you know yeah you know it's scary as hell because you keep on trying to figure out how to balance but um, I'm the type of I, I work very well under pressure mm-hmm. so I already knew that if God forbid anything was to happen where things weren't going that great after I quit I'm just going to figure out how to you know get another dollar like I'm just exactly I just work very well under pressure that's that's just life I mean there's this uh, business <laughs> podcast that I listen to uh-huh. and they say what's the worst <laughs> that could happen if you decide to go after your dreams yeah and it doesn't work out you can just go back and get another job yeah you know but you have to try yeah you know to see if it works out but most people are so afraid of failure that they don't even leave the the nest they just stay where they are and then they regret it on their deathbed so kudos to you for but then on the other hand yeah that's great advice and i do believe in that and i do agree with that but then also i do feel like there's so much pressure these days from people thinking that they're supposed to leave their job and maybe they're not, you know, like mm-hmm. there's some, there's some situations where I really think that people should stay working, <laughs> yeah. but that's the thing. Like people there, we, we're always going to have entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. the, the employees. Yeah. There are some people that are perfectly fine with being employees. Yes. Stay there. Yeah. Don't, don't go leaving. But, but then they- there are people that actually have a dream or they yes. have other things that they want to do and they let fear yes keep them where they are when they could just do their research and exactly. you don't have to do it overnight look at you you exactly. took your time mm-hmm. before you got to this place today you don't have to do it overnight you just need to have a plan and then once you, i mean we're never ever sure about yeah. anything in life but right. you still have to like take the risk I mean, you yeah. have to be a risk taker. If you're not a risk taker, then yes, please stay an employee because yeah. you don't exactly. want to. Because those people end up just having yeah. crazy failures and committing mm-hmm. suicide. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, because I have great. friends right now who they see they have great careers. Mm-hmm. And not saying that everybody who has a great career should not leave because I've even heard those success stories. Yeah, but, there are plenty of people that become um, millionaires in their own right, but they stayed at their job until they felt secure enough to leave. Yeah, but there's just some people who don't know what they want to do, but just feel that they shouldn't be working for somebody else. And now they're trying to like force it. Nah. And I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> That's not smart. <laughs> exactly. That's not smart. You got to have some kind of a plan. Uh huh. But or- yeah. Or a dream or something. Yeah, you you have to have something. You don't just go jumping out and saying, hey, let's see what happens. I mean, unless you have enough um, savings that can float you (laughs) until you figure it out. But yeah, I see what you're saying, though. So you used to have a podcast called Mm -hmm. uh, So Shameless with Tahoe, bless his heart. (laughs) Uh, I really enjoyed listening to it until you signed off. And then I was like, I'm not not into this anymore. But I saw that you went back on as a guest host. Are you planning on starting your own podcast in the future like probably not and probably not a podcast Mm -hmm. but some sort of show or platform like I do 
you know, I love the engaging with people. I love hearing people's stories. So, like a I live love... or something? I don't know. I'm trying. I think to YouTube Live out. is is will be for you because that's where you can mm-hmm. interact with your followers. They even give yeah. you donations and stuff. There's this lady on there that like racks it in. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I know. You gotta tell me who that is. Look so at that yeah. Can... Her name yeah. is uh, Shira Seven. Oh, I never yeah, she also like she's a gold digging coach, but <laughs> oh, that's funny. But uh, yeah, you should look into YouTube Live. I think that'll be in your lane based on mm-hmm. what you just told me. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think is a misconception about women who capitalize on their relationships with men? I think that people think that they're the deceptive ones and that they're the predators. Mm-hmm. When in reality a lot most of us are just responding to being preyed on yep. and being <laughs> and and trying to be manipulated because mm-hmm. you know a, a little while ago i made a post and said like we really have the power right mm-hmm. and i said don't give these guys your power like you you got to keep your foot on your neck at all times you know yep. because Every single time I've tried to, and I don't even like to use this particular word when I'm saying this, but every single time I try to be genuine and go in naturally and with no, you know, intentions or expectations. Yeah. And no boundaries and no rules and no this and no that. Every time I've gotten slapped in the face, right? So then, you know, I think Tahoe even went in the um, comments and was like, but the T is that y'all give us the power and then get mad at us you know like whatever the case is and <laughs> so my response to him was this is the thing we don't walk around knowing okay we know but we don't walk around with the intentions to use this power for evil or exactly <laughs> only men do that <laughs> so <laughs> while we okay we possess this power but we're not trying to use it against you but now y'all are so afraid of it that now mm-hmm. you're trying to take it from me. Yep. You know, now I'm on the defense and now it's a war because yep. I wasn't even trying to use this on you. It's like, it's almost like having like a gun or a weapon on your hip, you mm-hmm. know, and it's for one thing. It's to it's, defend you know, yourself. <laughs> like I'm only using it in the case that you, you know, like whatever, but you're so scared of it mm-hmm. that now you want to take it from me to the point where now I'm like, now okay. I'm ready to shoot you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because... They will lie, steal, kill, <laughs> yeah. just to get it. And it's just, it's crazy. But I think it's all projection anyway, because okay. if guys were us, they would literally use the power for evil. Exactly. So they think that's what we would do. Yeah. So they project yeah. that feeling onto us. And then now yeah. here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that when people tried to make it seem like women are, you know, like women just walk around trying to capitalize. Even in the book, I tell people, I mean, in the book, it says, these are not, these rules are not to be used on your true love. These Mm -hmm. rules are not to be used for a real genuine relationship. Whatever that means. Yeah. These (laughs) are for the, I'm not looking for anything serious type dudes. Oh, I'm, you know, I, oh, I just want to be friends. Oh, I just want to do this. You know, these are for the men. Which is dudes. pretty much every guy you meet until they decide uh-huh. to take it to the next level. So, yeah. 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 I, that makes sense. And then there's an abundance of married men who are still on the market. Yep. 
there's an abundance <laughs> of guys who are in relationships that are still on the market you know like they just don't want to stop racking up the women so if you especially if you got another situation going on I'm definitely capitalizing exactly and then you they want to get mad like uh, uh-huh. what's in it for me yeah there's no yeah, like, like where's the genuineness if I can only have you part time anyway exactly <laughs> so. like just just go cry to your mom but um mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so uh what is one misconception people have about you um i think that one of the misconceptions that people have about me is that i'm with all the whole shit i'm with all the get money shit like are you that no <laughs> <laughs> just checking <You're> right <laughs> people definitely get the wrong idea of my messages first of all there's a there's a lot of things to unpack in th- just that alone mm-hmm. number one they think that I'm the type of person that really is okay with you going to fuck for $2,000 like I'm not really with that like mm-hmm. I, I've never been the girl to like say let me go fuck this nigga real quick so that I could get $2,000 I could get $100 or I could get $500 or whatever mm-hmm. the case is that's mm-hmm. never been my style whatsoever mm-hmm. now I know people who do that and hey that's on them Mm-hmm. but that's not really what I promote you know I don't really promote that I'm just saying if somebody want to fuck with you they should be doing something for you they should be doing something to you know uh show you some sort of benefit your life yeah like but not necessarily go prostitute that's number one mm-hmm. number two is people who definitely confuse hoe with freak they mm-hmm. think that I'm the type of person that's just out here sucking dick, fucking doing all of this crazy stuff, whatever. Which, of course I suck dick. Of course I have sex. But, like, there's... I am not the girl who just gonna meet a dude, suck his dick, and call it a day and be like, oh, that's regular. You know? For yeah. me, For me, personally, I joke about this all the time, like, online about how much I hate sucking dick. Mm-hmm. Do I do it? Absolutely. But... People confuse, you know, what I talk about with being like this freak girl who is just so sexual and always trying to have sex or whatever just because I talk about it. So now guys imagine that I'm out here sucking like a whole bunch of dick, having a whole bunch of sex. Why isn't that what they always do? Again, projecting. That's what they would do in your situation. Yeah, that's not true. And those are definitely some of the things that people think that I'm always about, which is sex 24-7 and prostitution, like literal prostitution, which, hey, like I said, if you could get that, if you... I know people who be like, oh, let me, you know what? He got a check for me. I'm about to go fuck him. Um, especially because they do it with ball players, They do it with rappers. They yeah. do it with, you know. But you don't um, have a problem that. with that. Right. It's because that's them. But you right. would do it yourself. Exactly. I've, got I've it. never done that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you've never like, I mean, I guess somehow we're all Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. No, I've done a form of it, but in that direction, yeah, just like the transactional thing. No, yeah, okay, like some I money see, on a nightstand. Yeah, no. I see what you're saying. I like, see what I've, you're saying. I've had sex with people because they were giving me money, mm-hmm. and I've had sex with people knowing that if I had sex with them, I was going to get money, mm-hmm. and maybe not. But it wasn't like a business transaction discussed in advance. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But and but people think that's who you are. I get it. I get it. All right. Misconceptions. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. you've uh you've disproven them. So. Woohoo. So so we were talking about how somehow you became named the whole coach. What made you decide to own it 
Okay, so one day some dude, I was saying something about something, I can't remember. And this dude says, you're like a hoe coach. And I was like, oh, snap, that's kind of catchy. I like it. (laughs) And and I ran with it because I'm not insulted or offended by the word hoe because I take the power away from it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't give you the opportunity to call me a hoe and I get mad about it because I know what you're trying to do. Because they call you a hoe for everything. They call you a hoe for fucking. They call you a hoe for not fucking. They call you a hoe for fucking one person. They Mm -hmm. call you a hoe for fucking 20 people. So... I just was like, I don't really care about that word anymore because, and, and there's plenty of stuff that I've done that was ho- some whole shit and mm-hmm. there's plenty of stuff that I know that other people have done that was some whole shit and it's like, I feel like to a certain degree, you know, anybody could be a hoe even without having sex with a lot of people. Like, let's say for example, let's say a girl is with a dude for a little while and then she goes and she has sex with his brother mm-hmm. after. Like, they broke up or whatever and then she gets with his brother. That's kind of like some whole shit. Like, she, could, don't, that, she could have sex with only two people. So technically you're not a hoe because it's not about quantity, mm-hmm. but it's about the relationship. Yeah. Like, why would you get with his brother? Like, huh? <laughs> you know? Yeah, Like, yeah. there's some people that just, I mean, hey, if that turns out to be your soulmate, cool. You've proven us all wrong. But nine times out of ten, it don't usually happen like that. So it's kind of like, I believe that there's just some people that you could kind of, that just are off limits and that you could save. I just I just believe that everybody is not worth, you know, that line crossing. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Now, granted, some people would be like, oh, if it was the other way around, you know, a guy will fuck your sister in a minute. Yeah. But why would your sister fuck your ex yeah i mean there's just so much to unpack there so you decided to own it because you figured you can just give girls advice on hoeing (laughs) yeah but not hoeing but what they consider hoeing is not really hoeing but it's still the advice that i would give like so whatever advice that i give that has anything that's not in a guy's favor is considered a hoe because, you, know, you know, it doesn't help the men. Exactly. Right? So somehow you're a hoe. So, okay, you want to call us hoes because we want you to take us out? You want us to call you hoes because we want you to spend some money? Or you want to call us hoes because, you know, we... Want you know, something have, out of a relationship? Yeah. yeah. Or <laughs> or because we had sex on the first night or this or that, whatever. All right, fine. You know, so I kind of just ran with it. And it, it it was just the moniker was a little risque and people... It, it stood out, so yeah, it, 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 it did help me in the long run. But then I started dropping it later on because people just started getting the total wrong idea about what my message was. So I had to yeah. like chill out. So you you just decided to fall back on that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So do you offer one on one sessions? I have this. I call them cutty calls. Mm-hmm. It's a phone service. Like basically they can book a half an hour or one hour session with me and mm-hmm. they could talk about whatever they want. Some people talk about guys. Some people talk about careers. Some people talk about life, their family, whatever. Whatever they want to talk about, they can talk okay. about. Okay. But um, my schedule has been really, really tight lately. So I haven't had the schedule. Yeah, you're open, promoting but... your book. Got yeah. Your book tour. But I'm definitely going to get back to it. The The button is on my page, on my Instagram page. It says Which we're, we're going to plug that all yeah. at, the, at the end here. Yeah. 
So, so, but do you have any ideal people that you prefer to talk to, or are you just open to whoever no, books you? No, I don't. I just ask. They just do like a little questionnaire in the in the beginning, so I know exactly what they want to talk about. But I just want everybody to know I'm not a professional. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Disclaimer: I'm not an astrologer. Because people hit me for a lot of astrology talk. I mean, I do speak about astrology extensively online Mm -hmm. but i don't want people to think that i'm gonna sit up there and do their birth chart with them (laughs) oh lord that'd be crazy yeah so then there's some things that the things are a little bit too serious Mm -hmm. for me um too heavy yeah yeah so to seek a professional (laughs) yeah but that's you know and and i'm that person who kind of pushes them and encourage uh, encourages them to go because I'm very big on therapy. Like, yeah, I, 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 I noticed you mentioned that on, on the podcast with yeah, Tahoe. Yeah, I'm very big on therapy. So I at least open up that. I'm, I'm like the gateway for them to accept. Go talk to someone. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, and tell them, like, what's the first step and what they should do. You know? Okay, cool. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about your book, The M and Man is for Money, and now the Reloaded version. Mm-hmm. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about it? Because I'm sure they're going to need to get this book to, uh, <laughs> you know, level up. <laughs> yeah. The M and Man is for Money Reloaded is, it's a woman's guide on how to handle men and money in dating and relationships. Okay. The gist of it is about women not being comfortable with having conversations with men about not only money, but anything. What they want, their expectations. Yes, they are so nervous. They are Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable. They're Mm -hmm. so apprehensive. They do not know how to ask, how to receive, how to negotiate nothing everything is so scary for them and I have all of these elements to the book for people to kind of start changing their mindset or mm-hmm. being open because to... we have been brainwashed <laughs> yes into, you know putting ourselves last and everybody else first exactly yeah. so that's that's the gist of it it's had such an amazing response it is yeah. really helping so many women I've gotten so many success stories People are coming to me like, oh my God, this book really changed my life. I started asking, I started receiving, I started accepting this, that, whatever. And like things are so it's it's amazing (laughs) the things women are putting up with. Because I mean, you're not the only one out here that's like empowering women. There are plenty of women. It's it's a movement now. And there are plenty of women that are listening and they're calling in or emailing or whatever thanking whoever the person is and Mm -hmm. telling their stories and you hear these stories and i'm just like wow women are Mm -hmm. really putting up with a lot yeah it's crazy but it's very it's very hard for certain women to like teach other women that they should like there's not a lot of me's out there Mm -hmm. because although they there are like let's say for example people are starting to feel that um people started to get that erupted in them like based on like a new city girls movement Mm -hmm, like oh yeah mm -hmm. i need the guys to give me this that whatever but even that is unrealistic exactly because you're not about to tell no dude oh you better give me five thousand dollars you know like (laughs) give me some money or like it's it doesn't really work like that in real life you know now granted for some some people do do that Mm -hmm. but they're so you exactly. want to make sure like this book is 
geared more towards there's there's a wider range and wider spectrum because it's more about the confidence yep. than anything because you may not run into a guy that's going to be able to give you 5000 in cash or a $5,000 bag, but you still got to be comfortable with being able to talk money with your boy. Exactly. And talk about your needs and expectations. So you want to make sure that if you move in with your boyfriend and y'all both got regular jobs, like y'all are on the same page as far as expectations financially for this Mm -hmm. household, you know, Mm -hmm. where women are not comfortable even having that conversation. Mm -hmm. So that's what, you know, my book talks about relationships as well. So perfect. And yeah. you're touring. Do you have uh, upcoming dates, locations in Chicago right now? Um, okay. That's this Saturday. Detroit is July 6th, Charlotte, July 13th. So this Saturday, June 29th. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2019. Okay. Yeah. And then July 6th is Detroit. July 13th is Charlotte. Think um, after that, the next one is Baltimore, D.C. New York is fully sold out. I can't add another person in there. <laughs> I, I love it. I love the, the response that you're getting. Yeah. And of course, um, when you give us your details at the end of the show, mm-hmm. they, they can go on yeah. to your social media and yep. buy tickets. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. But, you know, you told a story on your podcast of how you used to take care of men. And oh, then yeah. it switched. Can you? Because mm-hmm. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Can, can you give us just a little bit, uh, you know, background story on that? Because I, you were saying that the reason why they're gold diggers, you know, I'm yeah, paraphrasing here. Yeah. The reason why they're gold diggers is because the women are tired of yeah. paying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I used to I used to pay back in the day. I and I talk about this at the book tour all the time because girls are so scared to admit that they're sugar mamas. I'm like, listen, I used to be a sugar mama. Mm. Uh, whatever dude, you know, was wanted to be in my back pocket and he ain't going nowhere and I wanted him to I just you know, I found me a cute guy with a nice body, good sex, and I could keep him around by buying him stuff and him being around. I was doing that. And it wasn't until 21 that I met a guy who was not so cute, not so, you know, mm-hmm. physically attractive, but he showed me a great time and he paid for me and he gave me money. And I was like, huh. Oh, <laughs> snap. <laughs> Like, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I had no clue that there were guys out there with money. I was like, whoa. So once that happened, then that kind of just really changed everything. And I, I was able to, uh, to make the switch. <laughs> yep, switch. Ladies, you hear that? You can switch. So uh, what's the most money you've ever made from a boyfriend or sugar daddy? <laughs> um. I couldn't count from a boyfriend because boyfriend. Park. Yeah, no, no, no. From I'm saying for a boyfriend, it's so continuous yeah. that I never really quantified it. But mm-hmm. like even now, I broke up with my boyfriend back in January. He still sends me thousands of dollars. Ew. Like, he, but that's and of a- course you you give the secret in the book, right? So ladies, go get the book <laughs> yeah, right. so you can learn how to get your ex to keep sending you right. money. <laughs> He's still, yeah, and I mean, and I guess it's more of his way of trying to get me back because he thinks you know that's what he needs to do to like reconcile. But our mm. problems stem way deeper than that. But yeah. as far as um a sugar daddy, um I talk about that in the book. I think at one for a one sugar daddy, he gave me like fifty thousand. Nice over nice. a course, but over a course of time, not at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
that was back when I was like much younger. Like I said, the sugar daddy era has kind of ended for me. And I, I talk about that in the book as well. How like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that time comes to an end for most of us. Cause mm-hmm. there's not too many grown ass women who's walking around with a sugar daddy, but they just get with a guy who got money or who's yeah. going to take care of them. So yeah, you level up and graduate <laughs> yeah. to other things. Okay. So, about 50,000 for when I was um, in that era still sugaring but definitely way more than that it from a boyfriend because yeah if, if i tried to say that he only gave me fifty thousand dollars he'd be like bitch where <laughs> like ah! i gave you way more than that <laughs> you know i always say girlfriends and wives cost way more mm-hmm. and guys seem to have it backwards like no yeah. you end up spending way more money when uh-huh. we're together because yeah know, we're together yeah all right, so I'm sure you've made some mistakes. What's the biggest one you made in your dating life? Not making a guy court me. Like, okay. every single time I tried to just go with the flow, oh, he don't have to, you know, I don't want him to think that I'm... I'm only you know, in it for the money. Yes, or, you know, I'm gonna, I'm trying to use any rules on him or anything like that. Every single time I went against that, I got slapped in the face the way that they fell back or treated Mm -hmm. me after a while was just so and then you just are filled with regret because now they could walk around and say oh I never had to do shit for that bitch yeah and that that fucks with me real bad (laughs) yeah so yeah ladies make your demands or you know requests in the beginning (laughs) because actually you don't have to actually be explicit with it you just gotta you could be passive with it where you just hold out until they start realizing that they got to do something to actually yeah. get you you know to pay them attention yeah. and stuff yeah because i mean guys do it all the time they do not stay in relationships that don't benefit them no nope. these are facts Mm-mm. so <laughs> did you have any mentors growing up you know or Mm-mm. did you kind of figure out life on your own i know you talk about your grandma a lot yeah well gr- my grandma probably was my biggest and only mentor that i really had um life is my mentor really cuz like i said i i was really sheltered up until my 20s so or like eh, maybe like 19 mm-hmm. i was really sheltered um so everything that i learned and all the wisdom and everything really comes from the, all the mistakes that i've made but she was definitely a big she was yeah because and although she was not like me Mm -hmm. she still was pretty adamant about making sure that guys do something because you know i have some shout out to grandma i have some family members that you know like like let's say they be having like babies and stuff and still struggling she'd be like "Uh uh-uh you cannot <laughs> take that dingling to the damn grocery store. You see that girl struggling over there? Uh-uh. You better not wind up like that. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yep. And you said she taught you how to save and yeah. all that good stuff. Shout yeah. out to grandmas. They're the shit. Yeah. Yes. She was great with that. Yeah. Okay. So most ladies are afraid <laughs> to go out on their own, let alone travel on their own. And you travel a lot. You've traveled. You travel mm-hmm. a lot. You're mm-hmm. like my, you're like me, and yeah. you travel alone. Uh-huh. What advice can you give the ladies on how to get confident enough to go out alone, and then you know eventually graduate to traveling alone? Well, what I will say about that is that it's really not for everybody. You know, like I don't think that traveling alone or being alone is for everyone. It's not in everybody's personality. They mm-hmm. because just because they actually can get themselves to do it doesn't mean that they're gonna enjoy it. I mm-hmm. enjoy being alone a lot because I was because uh, <laughs> I was an only child. 
Mm. And I didn't really need company to feel, you know, to be at peace or be comfortable or whatever. But mm. I will say, I don't really like traveling alone. Will I, I mean, travel alone? Exactly. Yes. I mean, nobody likes traveling <laughs> alone. It's like you do it because, yeah, you know, your no, friends are yeah. busy or, you know, nobody can afford it and you're right. not about to pay nobody's way. Right. Or you really just want to go to a place and you're not going to wait till some dude takes right, you. Right, right. You know, so... But yeah, it's better to travel with other people, obviously, because you need somebody to take those angles. Uh, you know? exactly. <laughs> but another thing is, don't get me wrong. There's some places that I'm like, oh, I could go alone because I genuinely just want to relax. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, like if, if it's the time, like let's say after this tour, mm-hmm. I might need to go to the Caribbean by myself and just relax because sometimes you'll go on a trip with somebody you just want to relax and then they be like mm-hmm. oh my god you're so boring you wasting my money you yeah don't, you don't want to go out you don't want to do nothing and you're oh, like yeah I just really want the heat and the food and the drinks <laughs> and the water you know I don't really want to do all that extra stuff but in the new book I give solo bar etiquette mm-hmm. like tips because I basically um go down how on I go step by step on how you can like attract men at the bar by being Mm -hmm. by yourself Mm -hmm. and also and so you you ladies better get this yeah (laughs) so yeah it wasn't in the first one and the second one I definitely put that now as far as traveling yeah so definitely something like eating first would be your first step Mm-hmm. Or go into the movies by yourself or something like that. Because I yeah, don't start all small. Time. Yeah. Well, and I mean, then, movies, that's easy. Yeah. You, you everybody's by themselves. Yeah. Everybody's by themselves. And anyway. even, but there's people who even won't go to the movies by themselves. I'm like, well, so with the traveling alone, people always say, like, where can I go alone? It's all about your personality. I wouldn't mm-hmm. waste fun places that are great for girls trips or romantic vacations on you know going alone just because everybody can't go I would wait till mm-hmm. I could get at least one other person on the same page as me or mm-hmm. you open up and you start finding new friends because you know how many people could ne- I have girl from, like being on my you, page? you do not have to tell me yeah <laughs> I like, completely understand yeah like find new people a lot of my newer travel a lot of the people that I travel with you know in the last couple of years I've mm-hmm. met them online. See, there you go. You a can lot. meet girls online too. I mean, and even <laughs> me, who's like more popular, people would think that I wouldn't befriend people. I do. You know, like I befriend people at my events. I mm-hmm. befriend people online who always talk to me, you know, like mm-hmm. they, you know, invite me out for drinks or this or that. Like I've befriended a bunch of people from the internet. Yeah. And then when you go out alone as well, like you end up meeting <clears throat> new people too, uh-huh. you know? And you have way more fun because nobody's like telling you when mm-hmm. they want to leave or, yep. you know, like you're literally on your own time schedule. So, yep. yeah. But I guess start with eating alone first and yeah. obviously get the book so you can get those <laughs> tips. Yeah. Um, okay. So can you give our, you know, like just a little like appetizer, give our listeners like a couple of things they need to do in order to ask for financial gifts from their sugar daddies? Well, well, that's what the whole book is about. So <laughs> just, just like a little teaser, just um, like, like one, one, one trick. I tell people it's all about the setup, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you set things up with a guy, they are, they know what you're about. So like, let's say for example, and, and you're talking about like a new guy, right? <laughs> yeah. A new guy, oh, yeah. new guy. Yeah. Um, I do the hinting strategy, which is, okay. I don't suggestions. ask for 
I don't ask for certain things. I just set it up. Like, let's say, for example, it's like the first time that I was in, uh, when I met the guy who gave me the 50,000 and mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't even mean to do this. It just literally, it was, it was true. Mm-hmm. I had gotten, um, a flat tire the day mm-hmm. before I was supposed to go meet him. So I texted him. I was like, Hey, sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it up tomorrow because I got a flat tire and you know, it's a long drive. And he said, you have a donut. And I was like, yeah, he's like, well, put the donut on and drive slow and I'll get you a new tire. So I was like, oh, okay. So I put the donut on and I drove to him and he replaced all four tires. Yay. Which, uh, know, sidebar, you actually changed your own tire? No. Triple A. Oh, okay. I was about <laughs> to say, damn, girl. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no. <AAA. laughs> yeah, somebody put the, I can't even remember how it happened, but I think I went to like a, a tire shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a flat fix and just told him to put the do- donut on and then, and then when he I... replaced all of them yeah. I love it so it's more about setting up what your need is so like when mm-hmm. you're on the phone with them you could be like you know um... and and it looks like you also it also has to be to their detriment of not seeing you yes like but obviously not so obvious but, yes but how you guys are supposed to spend time together and he was looking forward to yes. seeing you and all of a sudden this thing threw a wrench in your plans yes. and he was like nah i gotta fix this and that's right. also a good way to know if a guy's into you exactly. as well or if he's just trying to get some exactly and awesome. I, talk, I talk about that um that i just i tell a guy quick I, I, I only like guys who look out for me. Mm-hmm. You know, people have a hard time trying to articulate how they want to let a guy know that they want them to do stuff for them. Mm-hmm. And that's my new favorite line. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I only fuck with guys who look out for yep. me. I, I say other things too, like uh, different deviations from yes. that. Yes. <laughs> but it's all, it always boils mm-hmm. down to, I, I like money. But I don't right. say it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'll just say yeah. other things and watch their reaction. Yes. You know, but yeah. you know, at the end of the day, if the guy's not spending money yeah. on you, he don't like you. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you need to move on. <laughs> so what are some things uh, women can do today to start leveling up to catch the attention of wealthy guys? Um, I don't think I don't think that it should be about wealthy guys. I think it should oh, you be know, about guys, guys that will spend money on them. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. I, I'm happy that you asked it like that because that is what people have in their mind. And I have these videos that say like we always try to go above the regular guys to the rich guys. Rich guys are one percent of mm-hmm. you know the whole population, or one to two percent. They're the whole bunch of regular guys in there who are not rich that will spend money. So it's mm-hmm. not about who has money; it's about who's gonna give. So you can mm-hmm. use these strategies on everybody, like and anybody, because in reality, the idea of you getting thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars out of a guy is very unrealistic but Mm. if you could get a couple extra hundred dollars a month to help with your bills then that's probably that's such a great help you know there's girls you know a guy might pay your car note he might you know get your hair done for the whole month that all of that if i always say either you're gonna give me money or you're gonna save me money like if i'm getting my hair done every month if i or every week or my nails or my you, you know, uh, my toes, my phone bill, all of these things. Right now, my ex still pays my phone bill. If I, would, I would be, I'll be pissed if he stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the money to pay it, but who the hell want to pay two? Exactly. Why? Why spend my money when I can spend yours? Exactly. So 
That's and it's thing. it's really all about context and what the girl wants. Yeah. Like if a girl just needs help paying her bills, yeah. obviously there are certain guys she's gonna go for. Yeah. But you know, but if a girl wants a certain type of lifestyle and is already accustomed to it, yes. you're you, it would behoove you not yes. to go after guys that can't even afford that luxury. Yes. So you gotta know how to pick your target. Exactly. Not target. Uh your man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You gotta know how to pick the guy that works for what you're trying to accomplish. Yes. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And he's not always popular and he's not always nope. you know the rich the rich popular guys are like the hardest to get. Yeah, you don't want those anyway. Too much competition. Yeah. Uh okay, so what's the worst advice you've ever gotten? To not take anything from a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who gave my, you that advice? My mom. Oh no. <laughs> She's like super independent. Oh no! She's like, you know no. It's funny. A lot mm-hmm. of girls get it from their moms too because their moms were independent. Yeah, I guess like, sometimes you get bad advice from your family. Yeah, they, it's <laughs> true. They're like, she's like, you need to stop taking. She's like, I can't believe you're out here taking money from men. She's like, that's a disgrace. That's disgraceful. Mm. You um. You need to be independent. She's like, they're going to try to control you. I don't understand how it's disgraceful to have somebody else take care of you. What? She's like, because they're going to try to control you. I'm like, but they can't. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) My my mom is a a super, super Christian. And Mm -hmm. she quotes (laughs) in the Bible of, of how... God tells me <laughs> she's like there is a passage in the Bible. I'm like, mom, I'm gonna need you to send me that, you know, for That's the pastor. Funny. That's <laughs> so, so like funny. my mom, even like the religious mom yes. that she is, she still believes the guy should be taken care That's of. That's really <laughs> funny. I'm gonna need that scripture. I'll quote yeah, it in the next yes, episode or something. Yeah. But uh yeah. Okay, so oh sidebar, I meant to ask you this earlier. Did your um job know about your alter ego life and all this other stuff? Unfortunately. Um I, I tried to Unfortunately. Keep it, yeah. <laughs> I tried to keep it under wraps, but the more popular I got, people like yeah. started whispering. They started seeing me on the internet, like, oh my God, I didn't know that was you on the internet. Oh, I'm wow. like, oh Lord. Oh no. Can't even be in <laughs> Uh, no, I, and then like sometimes when people would come into the store, they would be like, "Oh my God, Cuddy!" You know, and life. they'd be like, "Who is Cuddy?" Right. <laughs> so it was always it, it started like really seeping out towards the end. I was able to keep it under wraps for like a good two years, but then like, okay. the last two years, that's not you know. bad. That's not bad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Uh, to have gratitude. Like a life, like life advice to that. have gratitude. Cause yes, that is very important. I think that is probably what just allows you to continue to receive mm-hmm. everything. You know? Because there are a lot of people that complain all day, yeah. every day. I'm like, damn, did anything good yeah. go for you this week? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, geez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damp, damp in my spirits. But um, okay, if you could go back in time and talk to your 17 year old self, what would you say to her? stop having sex with guys for you to like them i mean for them to like you okay um very, very solid advice i think that you know in your teenage years especially when you're not that comfortable with yourself you kind of lead with sex you just think that if you give it to them or if you don't if you give it to them they're gonna like you if you don't give it to them they're gonna stop fucking with you so you just use your body as like the, to to navigate around these relationships and it just doesn't work, you know? Yeah, yeah. Solid advice. Okay, so Miss Travel Queen, what's your favorite vacation destination? <laughs> I, people are going to be so surprised at this. 
Out of all the places that I've ever gone, I think I still love the Bahamas the most. They have beautiful water. Yeah. I mean, you can't and food. You can't, yeah, you can't be. I eat conch salad all day. You can't <laughs> beat the Bahamas, and it's only thirty minutes away from me and my. Family, so <laughs> I love it. It's Bahamas. perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. All you need is a Bahamian uh, sugar daddy. Okay, so you were uh, recently in India. That's actually on my list. And I saw on your story that mm-hmm. you got a happy ending after a massage. Spill mm-hmm. the tea, sis. Oh, good. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to no. know how the woman get. I mean, I've heard stories, but I want to yeah. hear this. Yeah. Um, I told the full-length story on the Horrible Decisions podcast. That's the only place that I ever told it. But, like, mm-hmm. to summarize what happened, mm-hmm. I went. We literally were going for regular massages. Like, we had no intentions on doing anything else. It was, like, really looking for regular massages. Mm-hmm. And when I got in the room, he... Um, oh, it was a he? Yeah. Oh, this changes things. No, my friend... <laughs> I- I thought it was a woman that no, my, did your massage. No, my friend got a had a woman, and she was pissed that Aww. the lady asked her. She did not. She was not with that shit. <laughs> Mine was a man. Yeah, because I never shared it on the internet. Like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I can already figure out how that works. Yeah. So if if you had a woman, would you say? Would you have said yes? Yeah, it's only it's only the <laughs> hands. Like it's only the hands. They're not eating you out or actually having sex with you. Oh, so that's pe- boring. <laughs> <laughs> so people are thinking that I had sex with some stranger at the massage parlor, but no, it's just his hands. He just playing with you and did, until you did come. You do a good job. Yeah, I came. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's still boring. <laughs> yeah. At least you got yours, sis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what are you doing your free time? I wish I had free time. Ah, like, I, what is free time? Uh, I, would, uh, I love to eat, to be honest. It's my okay. shit. I love eating. Like, that's why yeah, I'm, I'm like, a foodie gain, too. I'm gaining more and more and more weight. I can't. I, I know you had a trainer at some point. Are yeah, you still no, with I that? Wish. Or is she yelling at you? She's definitely <laughs> yelling at me. Uh, I mean, life is short. Yeah, Enjoy your food. I mean, you can always work on it. It's, yeah. And it's a lifestyle thing anyway. Yeah. You're not going to like work out for a week and, you yep. know, lose all this weight if you yep. go back to eating crap you mm-hmm. just gotta gain it back so it's yeah. just one day at a time yeah. watch what you eat yada 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 mm-hmm. but uh yeah okay so aside from your book do you have a favorite book <laughs> my all-time favorite book and everybody's always like what i'm like mm-hmm. yes it's this still this is the coldest winter ever <laughs> oh my god this is the second time yeah someone has uh said that book on the show so i'm yeah. gonna have to that's on my list now uh are you reading anything so right old. now it's so old but it's just i just love it um yeah right now i'm not reading because i'm back in writing mode and i don't read when i'm in writing mode because i don't oh, like okay. to get uh ideas from anywhere else but yeah, i okay. do listen to a lot of audiobooks and my favorite are like memoirs you know, listening to people's stories. So okay. I like to do the audio book. And I have yeah. an audio book. Mine is an audio, yes. so people yeah. really like to Yours listen to it. Yours is an audio and um, um, e-book. e-book and the print. Yeah, but they love okay. the audio book because I'm reading it, you know? Yeah, so that's they why get to I hear like your to... voice and firsthand. Yeah, uh... that's okay. why I like audio books so that I can hear other people read their stories. Awesome, awesome. So uh, favorite movie of all time? Bridesmaids. Really? Yes. I never would have heard that from you. (laughs) 
it's like, oh, but, but that was a funny movie. I love comedies. Yes, it's like my favorite. I just watch it over and over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, I completely understand that because uh-huh. I have I have my favorites too. Okay, yeah. uh, favorite TV show. Um, well, my old favorite TV show was Girlfriends, and okay. then my new favorite TV show is um, Being Mary Jane. But I mean, it's off now. But it was still by the same people. <laughs> so, Wasn't it like on and then off and then yeah. on again? And now it's off again? Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Oh, okay. I tried to get into it, but yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, shout out to Gabrielle. Um, okay, pet peeves. I, I hate people who are not authentic and transparent. It really bothers me more than mm-hmm. anything because I'm just like, be comfortable with yourself. Like it, it brings you so. It bring it creates so much intimacy when people mm-hmm. are authentic and transparent. Yeah, like I yep. can't get close to you if I feel like you are you being phony or you got this wall, wall up because up. you don't <laughs> want people to perceive you or look at you or whatever a certain way. That mm-hmm. shit gets on my nerves. So those, yeah. yeah, that's definitely one of. Them. So be your authentic <laughs> self. Okay, mm-hmm. so please leave our listeners, both the guys and the girls, with some parting advice. Um, something that I've been asked a lot and been speaking about lately with a lot of people is this, this is the advice I want to give everybody. Cross that bridge when you get there, because stop worrying about the last step and start with the first step. Because I mean, from guys to girls, everybody who have dreams, who have wants, wishes, all of these things that they want to do. And they, the first thing that they talk about is what is going to hold them up or what hurdle that they got to figure out. And I'm like, you worried about that. And that is so far down the line that you are stopping yourself from starting because of that. And you really could figure that out when you get there. So like, even for example, because I write so many people are like, Oh my God, I need advice on how to, you know, I'm trying to figure out if I want to go to a publisher, if I want to self-publish. I was like, you have Mm -hmm. no manuscript. You have exactly, you have no book. (laughs) Like, so you need to worry about that after. You need to worry about writing because right now, all you're doing is stopping yourself from writing, thinking about what you want to do when you have it and you have nothing. So please start. I tell people, I did not know how to, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anybody who wrote a book. I didn't know anybody, anybody at the publisher. I didn't know anybody in, in any sort of even remotely close to being a writer or have written anything. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, And then I started figuring out step by step every single thing that I learned, every single thing that I know, I learned from the internet. I researched, I asked people. People say all the time, yes, the internet. (laughs) Do not stop yourself from doing something because you don't know how you're going to do it. Do what you can and then you start finding out the answers to every single problem that you have. I love it. I love it. Yeah, because the internet is full of free resources. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people that make money off taking stuff on the internet and putting it into a, a, a yeah book because people are yeah. don't, just don't want to do their research. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, like worry about stuff when it happens, but you know, work on today because mm-hmm. you know we're not even promised tomorrow. So yeah. I don't know why you're thinking all exactly. all the bad things that could happen. It's exactly. Crazy. All right, so where is the best place uh, our listeners can find out more about you to buy your book, buy your tickets for your tour, yeah. spend money on you? Because we're generous on this. Show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Instagram is my home that I've settled at now. 
So, okay. I, mean, I used to be on Twitter a lot. I mean, I'm still on Twitter, but not as active. But I'm definitely on Instagram often. Um, okay, well, and what's your Instagram? It's passport underscore Cuddy, C-U-T-T-Y. Okay. And um, all the resources are there. My website, my yep. books, where you can get them, the tour. Um, I have a master class on how to self-publish. I have a master class okay. on credit. I have a master class. Yeah. Like, get it. Get it. Um, I love it. I'm, I do like all these videos. You could sift through my page, look at all the videos. Um, I started adding some things to YouTube, like some different type of content. So my YouTube is Passport Cuddy as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Is so it I'm, underscore or just Passport No, just Cuddy. Passport Cuddy. I'm going to go follow you now. <laughs> but then, so now I'm just trying to figure out how to bring people more and more and more content. So mm-hmm. that's always going to be, you know, uploaded. And then mm. I'm working on my new book, which I'm right. I don't, I need to talk to the, um, <laughs> I need to talk to the agent again mm-hmm. before I reveal that it's absolutely going to be this. Okay. Um, well, you're but working on yeah. a new book. We're just going to keep it at that. But yeah. if they follow you, then they'll see yes. all your future plans and everything. Yes. And if ever, anybody wants to get in contact with me, they can... I mean, I I try to answer as many DMs as I can, but I can't always get to them. But people mm-hmm. email and DM. I do respond as much as I possibly can. Um, and if I don't, just send it again. <laughs> yeah, keep keep pestering the, her yeah, like the, I did. The more now she's on the show. <laughs> yeah, the more it gets to the top, I'm like more inclined to open it back up, you know? So yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Okay. But you should definitely look into the YouTube live. I, I feel will. like that will that would be good for you. I will. Because people already do you go live on Instagram? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So people are already are on your they live. Love so just live. Head over to YouTube and they actually tip you mm. while you're live. So wow. you can make money for being live. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah, look into it. Cuddy, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really I mean, appreciate I, it. I really I appreciate you coming on the show and dropping thank some you. knowledge. I've been following you. I will continue to stalk you. Thank you. And maybe the next time I'm in New York, we can have drinks or something. Oh, sure. If I'm there. If you'll we, have me. Of course. If I'm there, you got me. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well, okay. I'm going to let you get to the rest of your day. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Well, that was so amazing. Um, (laughs) you guys don't know, I've been trying to get this lady on the show for a long time and I'm so glad she finally came on the show. Thank you so much to Passport Cuddy. Guys, make sure you go get her book, The M in Man is for Money. I just ordered the ebook on my uh, iPad right as we were on the show talking. So you make sure you go get it as well. Until next time. Bye. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.